From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Connoisseur. And it's Cat Daddy, and I'm an airplane. Okay, and, and we are Girl That's Scary. <laughs> um, and we're here to talk to y'all about the Fear Street trilogy. Uh, so many people have asked about this. And you know All what? Oh, the dread in your voice. Okay, I don't have dread, and I did like it, sort of. But it, I don't foresee me watching this again. I actually like this time. series. Uh, it, it was cool, but, you know, it was long, and I just... It was definitely long. I will give you that. Like, it wasn't bad. It, like I said, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't, like, my kind of bag mm-hmm. now, but I also feel like if I would have watched this at, like, in college, might have liked it a okay. pinch more, or maybe in high school would have probably okay. loved it. Um... I'm just at 30. I'm like, I'm recognizing the character interactions. I'm like, y'all are terrible fucking people. And okay. I just keep going through the thing like, God, y'all are awful. Oh, I want you to die. Ooh, I want you to die too. So I'm just like, you know, a, a younger person was like, oh, they're flawed, but it's okay. And I'm like, nah, fuck that shit. They gotta go. Yeah, the <laughs> characters are just, you know, keep them in your thoughts. That's truly how yeah. I feel. But they're like, you know, younger people who are making shaky younger people decisions on top of the fact that, you know, their town is cursed. Yeah, so it makes sense. Their town is cursed. They're dealing with a lot. And of course, they're young, shaky people. This is people. cursed. That is cursed. It's cursed. <laughs> <laughs> but... 
it wasn't a bad time. I think you should check it out, especially if you're into that Goosebumps RL style. Like, if yes. you like bloody, well, they don't have this. It's like it would if PG didn't involve gore, and you could have gore in PG. They, you just couldn't be fucking and doing drugs. Like, this would be a PG thirteen like horror movie. If I get well, I, no, when it's fucking in there and drugs. No, there's mind, a lot going on. on. It's rated R, but it's rated R for the teens and the early 20s. And I, you know what? I know and a lot like of people. It. Okay, great. Okay. I like that for them. Okay. It's just like I said, I'm just, because I watched it, especially after watching it the second time, I'm like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. The characters really, ooh, make my butt itch. I don't yeah, like that. Not, wait Mm-mm. a minute. <laughs> nope. They make me wait, itch. Wait. Nope. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Uh, really upsetting. Oh, <laughs> Mm-mm. Just itching all okay. over. No you know thanks. what? I fear you. Um, like I said, I really enjoyed all three of these movies. Um, I know a lot of people were just like, this ain't for me, dog. And you know what? I get it. Um, I feel like if this was, like you said, I agree with you. If this was like someone in their early 20s or late teens... Oh, yeah, like, this is... Because you would is... champion the petty. Exactly. And I'm also a person who likes, you know, Vampire Diaries and the originals and shit like that and other fun shows that possibly come on the CW that deal with, like, Archie comic characters and even Sabrina. So, you know, I'm one of those. So, hey, girl, this is me too. I'm pulling all the way the fuck up. And because I love Goosebumps, because of the nostalgia associated with R.L. Stein and all of his works, and even though he didn't direct this, is essentially based off of his works. I'm gonna check it out. Fuck it, YOLO. And I had a good time. Like, it paid homage to all kinds of stuff. You got your supernatural stuff. You got people getting possessed. You had fucking demonology. You had the devil's work. You had your slasher. It was just, yes, yes, and yes. Did it give you cheese? Yes. Was it super on the nose at times? Yes. But you know what? Fuck it, man. I'm here. I mean, yeah. And there's plenty of other movies that I love that make the mistake of being a pinch too cheesy. Whatever, being dog. being a pinch too on the nose. But, you know, that wasn't the problem I had. I liked the, a little bit of the cheese. The on the nose, not so much. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I liked the camp and mm-hmm. the callbacks. And, you know, the music was a lot. But I enjoyed the songs they played. Because uh, let me tell y'all something. Carry On My Wayward Son is one of my favorite fucking songs. I just be shaking on my show. I'm in rock band. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I do miss playing rock band. That was a good time. Um, also, Supernatural, you know, turned that song up for me. Yeah, so, I'm such a good time. Yes. Um, like I said, it was the t- really horrible characters. Their acting wasn't even terrible. The characters are just really, really bad. You know what I did like? I like how they were in, like, they played multiple roles. Like, whether they were present day characters or in the past. Like, there was a lot of interchangeable of, like, different type of people and different scenes and shit. And I was like, oh, yes, I like this. Um, especially as you progress from, like, part one takes place in 1994, part two takes place in 1978, and then part three takes place in 1666. I definitely agree with you about the movies being a tad bit too long. Like, they're damn near two hours long. Like, they're, like, fucking 145 or 150 minutes. Yeah, they're, they're definitely- That's a long time. That's a long time. Do I feel overwhelmed with the information as I'm taking it in? No. I can understand how some people might be or they lose interest and they're like, girl, it's a whole bunch of shit happening because guess what? There was a whole bunch of shit happening. Yeah. 
I just, the math was going across my face like Tyrese. <laughs> oh, shit. When you said 144 <laughs> minutes, I was like, wait a minute, that's like two hours and some change. They're like Hold an on. hour and 40 something. You know, I know you don't talk about, that's okay, we got, I, you well, know, the number I am a Tyrese math bitch. <laughs> I'm fucking up. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what version of Tyrese I am? We, I mean, you I know. know what version of Tyrese. You are the my way version of Tyrese, dancing with a denim vest on. Open. Ooh, with a LeBray, bitch. Ooh, I can't wait till I get a LeBray. Why do you want a LeBray so fucking because bad? Because I just feel like I'm a morph into the ultimate bad bitch with a LeBray. All the bad bitches got LeBrays. Tyrese. <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys Ooh. I'm not sorry nope I'm not taking that back My way. but okay. yes there is a meme of the numbers going across Tyree's head you knew what kind of math I was doing I was like huh what but I was like damn what a movie's that long I was like oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh they long as a bitch but Ooh, but anyway, anyway uh, before we get into the spoilers um, it's sort of based off of or also has something to do with it but they're not really about the books but it's fine it's the idea of this kind they're of in the same universe yeah same universe i'm gonna just let that be i also didn't read the book so i don't even i wouldn't have known what to expect i read goosebumps so. i read one of the fear street ones but i can't really remember i was more so of a goosebumps kind of gal myself yeah i was into the, the dramatics stay tuned to die um yes but, one day, one day. you know, it's the shady side, Sunnyvale, shady side, a whole guy, a whole lot of problems, and Sunnyvale got no problems, yeah. and the killers is running around, and you trying to get to the bottom of why the fuck this curse is happening. And that's what the stories are, explaining yeah. the curse. It's a lot of people dying. Um, and they're very much rival towns, um, and when you find out, ultimately, in the end, what the... the overall story is and the bigger problem is you're like god damn this is crazy but these towns are like very this they're really like two different towns distinctly different but you the know same sheriff though it's wild which you know hmm. but sunnyvale um it's supposed to be where the rich folk are this is the suburbs this suburbs. is real cute out here they don't have no accidentes they don't have no problems everything is cool there everyone is happy their lawns are manicured they're pretty much sure they probably would have had Trump signs. That is very much what Sunnydale gave. And then Shady Side, that's where you got to, you know, it's a little shaky. You know, it's urban. You mm. know, you know they have a lot of stuff going on. The people that definitely you ride from. People are coming from Sunnydale to, say, to Shady Side to get drugs. Like, this is the yeah. kind of situation that's going on. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, it's where all the edgy people live. I yeah. just, y'all uh. didn't see me, but my shoulders kind of popping locked when I said edgy. Awesome. But, um, yeah. I don't know if you know, so we'll get into this later when we look at who lives in Shadyside versus Sunnyvale because I saw a whole lot more people of color in Shadyside. Listen, and Sunnydale's where all the white folk live. Yeah, the, now they got some the people. Blue and white. Yeah, but they got some people there, but no, nah, every time they showed a whole bunch of extras or something for the other side, mm-hmm. they always a whole bunch I'm of... I'm pretty sure that's on purpose. I mean, yes. I'm like, yeah, damn, damn. But you know what? When we first started this movie, I was like... When, when it came out, I was like, you know, I watch it has something to do with racism. And you, you was like, Kathleen, please. And I was like, no, watch. And in the end, you we was right. Yes, just a little bit. Also, I feel like once we get to Did the end, how, because it's not directly racism, but it's more like, oh, but y'all. Who are, are the people who are getting the short end of the stick? Well. Look at us and then look at you. Then look well, back at us. Then look at you. 
I just right. if, if it's a pinch of the or the and who's the one who's um in, in, literally in control of all the bullshit the entire time? Literally, look, look at them. Look at you. Okay, so I ha- also had something to say about because I'm like, you know what, you right. It's a metaphor. Um, but let's go. Oh, I see the kufi. I'm seeing the kente clothes slide on you, my brother. And I got the laser eyes, bitch. <laughs> I got both. Pyramids come up in the background. Listen, I am super hotel. I'm not really hotel in real life, guys. Nah, somebody will set us on fire. <laughs> They're gonna be tired of us. That's rude. Let me not talk about these people. Anyways, Actually, so Fear Street Night Part One, 1994, and let boy do they show you it's 1994. They they are cramming in the thongs. I have you know mall culture from the 90s. I miss it. I do too, bitch. I'm oh like, God. damn. If y'all, I know that there's not a whole bunch of people, maybe for Richmond, per se, who might or live in the Virginia area, who remember Cloverfield Mall. Oh, not Cloverfield. Wow, Cloverleaf Mall. Uh, back in the uh, Cloverleaf Mall. I got my name earrings from there. You know they're so making nice. the name earrings. You know That's they got so a nice. and shit. You know, I, back I in the back in there, but I, one of those places had a tree. I really? remember a mall that had some kind of fucking tree in there. And you know, I was a kid, I just thought tree was fucking fake. And I'm like, no, they grew the tree. It could still be fake, I'm not sure. But there was definitely a mall or two in Richmond mm-hmm. that had the indoor trees. I wonder if it was Wollong, I don't remember. But they did have those. So it, I just felt nostalgic. Back in the backpack, the super kawaii and cool malls, like PG Plaza, I just told everybody just know where the fuck we at right now. Uh, PG Plaza was real cute, like, it was way before Target was there because the Target there now. Um, and then we used to have like City Place. City Place used to be that fucking girl. You had the rave in there. You had all the local shops, rave. bitch. This is before they had the Marshalls. This is before the movie theater was across the street. It had an AMC movie theater at the top. They used to have all kinds of celebrities and stuff used to come. You know how the celebrities and stuff be coming to the mall and stuff. Girl, it was so cute. It just makes me really um, miss uh, basically 90s, 2000s DC. And I'm just sad in my heart. Every time. Rave. Um, But this movie really, yeah, rave. Come on. I used to shop there, bitch. I'm like, wow. And this is before LVLX started hitting the scene for real. Remember when they had the jeans, right? And of course they were low rise. They mm-hmm. were the jeans, low rise, and either boot cut or flare. But they, it, you know how you have the rips? It had the fringes, but the fringes were still attached. So it was a bunch of lines yep. of fringes going down your pants. That yep. was me. I mean, and for real, for real, if you want to keep it cute, we ain't had no West Seal for real because West Seal used to be up Georgetown. But then if you had to ever go to Georgetown to get to West Seal because West Seal was like, you know, a little a exclusive. Up. Right. Or you had to go out to um, Wheaton Mall. And if you was going out to Wheaton Mall, you was getting your pictures taken at Hollywood Shots. So you can have your photos with the little airbrush background. Yes. Come on, everybody with the airbrush background. We need some photos with the airbrush background, bro. <sighs> I need somebody to set this up. We gotta wear the same shirt. Listen, I'm ready. I'm about to be, I'm get. I'm, mm, mm. I might even get square nails for that. I don't know. Mall culture, clearly we miss it. It's feeling real nostalgic. This is what's going on. We basically open up, what is it? The girl is uh, sh- uh, basically closing up shop at her job. Mm-hmm. It's her by herself. And it's one other guy. He works in like a Spencer's type situation. But then shit gets real shaky and it goes left and it turns into basically, you know, a scene from like fucking Scream or fucking Chopping Mall. Like, bitch, what the fuck? It goes left. And big scream. Oh my gosh, I was so excited. 
it turned up immediately, and I thought the bitch was toast because she had a book. <laughs> Not but toast. I thought the bitch was toast, <laughs> but she is toast. And then it's another shady side murder. Ugh. It's shady side always got some bullshit going on, bro. So in shady side, you know everybody's you know living the living the hard knock life, mm-hmm. um, and they're seeing it on the news or whatever. But it was a student or someone who used to be a student at the school. Like I think the killer was an active student, whatever. Yeah. They they so they gonna have a little vigil or whatever. That's what mm-hmm. they had at, and you meet before they well before they go to the vigil, but you meet the kids that are going to this school. You meet Dina and her brother Josh, and Josh is on the computer. He's he lugging the computer, Putin. Like he is on the on the AOL 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 chat. Listen, on okay. there. I before we progress even further, what was your AOL chat intro sound? Because you know what mine is, and I'm ready to cut the fuck up. I. Didn't know how to change it, so I just had the the little oh. beat day. You know, I don't know how to computer, Kathleen. I didn't start using AOL chat until I was like fourteen. Oh, mine was a uh, pee popping, dude. I remember. So that. every time I log in, it goes don't 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 don't. don't. It sound like fucking Ludacris has started the pussy popping song. And that is right before, you know, AIM decided to, you know, decline and all kinds of other fun stuff. I just... It would be perfect for them to come back right now. This is the time. This is the time. They this can just have a, set, a chat. Well, no, I feel that's dangerous. People don't even know that like that. That's cool. Never mind. No. That's it. no Isolation is no, not great. Fine. We don't... Because then it's anonymous people. They don't have a real... It's just a bunch of weird people on the chat line being weird. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think not. Uh, but but Josh was getting the computer and He was mm-hmm. really he has like a little you know uh, e friend. He mm-hmm. really likes to chop it up in the chats with. I was just hoping and praying watching this movie that it wasn't a grown adult oh, that was in the God. chat rooms. Yeah, because that would have fucking you sucked. know. Um, mm. But Dina is going over breakup. You see them putting some shit in the box. They're writing angry letters. And they go on to school. They at school. They meeting up with their friends Simon and Katie and them. Mm-hmm. And Katie's selling drugs, bitch. And you know. Okay, so let's talk about this. There's a scene in this movie. I know I'm skipping ahead a little bit. That's okay. And I know Kate got to get her shakoin. You know, I get it. But a, a scene that really, you know, rubbed me the wrong way mm-hmm. is that you see Kate. She kind of steps back. She has all the product on the table. And there's two um, little black girls sitting at the table. And I'm like, hold on, bitch. Did anybody think about how this looked before they hit send through the computer machine to put this in on Netflix? Nope. Um, nope. Bitch can't do it like me. I, I can't stand you for that. But also <laughs> at the same time, like, bitch, what am I looking at? I was a little upset. I, little, I, I don't know if that was the point. I don't know if this was supposed to be on purpose. But I was just like, it was just something about this scene that I was like, hey, did mm. anyone see this? Am I overreacting? The answer's probably no. Why you got these little black girls in here doing crimes for, on your behalf, bitch? Like, I don't like that, but yeah. You're Who right. wrote this? Uh, real Dusty. Um, I'm like, damn, and the little girls, they don't even get no lies for it. I ain't like that. Shit. Like, that's, I, and it was real cute and precious. Why are you doing this? I, don't, 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 don't. I just, I don't know. I and don't I, know. And, you know. Kate, get your money, girl. 
And Simon is trying to get money because he's supporting his family. That motherfucker always at work. He was like, because that's why he still got the old, you know, shirts on for days at a time. I'm like, yeah. okay, bro, you might need to carry some shirts. Girl, they're really trying. trying to get the fuck up out of yeah, Shady's they're side. trying to work and get the, forget the fuck. Unfortunately, there are larger powers at B that are really, truly like, it's like a, like an urban legend type mm-hmm. situation. And that's how it's presented to you as the viewer and as everyone else in the town. Mm-hmm. But these people slowly start to discover as this story progresses mm-hmm. that no, the urban legend is really real. Like Sarah fear, this bitch is real. And she really got everybody cursed up in this thing. It's crazy. It's wild as hell. So at this point, they about to go to this little vigil, you know, the girls and dad, dad school, they about to meet up with Sam. And this is another thing that I, I liked and didn't like at the same damn mm-hmm. time. They go to the school. She was in the band. <laughs> she was in the band or whatever. So they go on over here. They meet in both schools are next to each other. Pretty mm-hmm. much. Standing next to each other. Listening to, if they was my kids or something, something, something. And I'm like, this shit, shit seems real fucked up. Like, real weird. Yeah. You know. It's always one weirdo yeah. at the group. You know how people are giving, oh, this wig is bad. You know how people, <laughs> both wigs are bad. You know how people are, like, giving a speech in honor of like people of some tragedy that happened, but yeah. you can tell they don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's yeah. how I felt. You could tell they didn't give a fuck. And the Sunny Bill also don't give a fuck. Cause their attitude, like somebody just fucking died. They was like, it's not a tragedy. It happens all the time. And then you find out that Sam is a girl and I'm like, okay, so I don't, I didn't want the, Oh, it's a girl moment. I would have preferred that they just uh, off rip. That bitch name is, um, Teresa. Like we know it's a off rip. They are gay. We treat it like nothing. Like, why are we treating it like it's a reveal? Mm-hmm. That's annoying. Mm-hmm. But I like that it was a gay couple. Mm-hmm. That was nice. I feel you. Um, just let's say it with your chest, okay? It was a really, you know, but they had a real tr- uh, tumultuous relationship. I, I like hated that. that. Oh, I, I was just like, girl, what's the girl, Dina? Dina? I was is like, girl. aggressive, and Dina is Sam, not. you need to break up with her. Moving to uh, Sunnydale was the best fucking thing you ever did in your life. Because she is ruining your life. Your mother's right. Not not because she, your mother's a little homophobic, because she is. Because she definitely is. Definitely and that's very fucking smelly on her behalf. Yeah, but, but she also, Dina because is this not young girl a good influence. She got you doing anything, bitch. And this is a lot. Send help. And she yelling at you, cussing at you, pulling Mm -hmm. up on you. That's not love, girl. She don't know no boundaries, bro. Mm -mm. I don't like that shit at all. Y'all need some help to talk Mm -hmm. this through and talk it out. Maybe in a couple years, you know, after y'all had a chance to grow, if, you know, maybe, you know, you were able to talk through it. But also, mm, I don't know. Yes. Also, I wonder where the fuck are the adults? Because them kids start fighting and squaring up. I'm like. There were a lot of times where no adults were ever available. Where were Dita's parents? Was this how it was in the 90s? Like, we're just. When I think about it, yeah, it might be yes. Fuck, you know. Because um, I'm like now, it, at the school there will be fucking employees spread out through them kids. Like, hey hawks. man, the '90s were a really wild time. Yes, and I was a youth them, and I know you were younger than me, mm-hmm. and I know that there are people that are probably listening to this who are older than us, and I'm just like it. We, I don't know. It was a wild fucking west. Because I'm like, I you could easily skip class back then. Also, the I mean, the technology. Schools didn't have cameras. Now. Now, there's <laughs> a camera in all the halls. Bitch, we can see you on the camera, baby. I saw that you didn't clock in today at class. I <laughs> saw that. Hello. <laughs> um, oh, shit. You ain't getting past nobody. These no. kids are crafty, though, so I don't really know. They are crafty, but not that crafty. Well. Um, but they go ahead. They get to fighting. They get on the bus. They punching bitches like, bro. Oh, wow. I saw the bitch get punched. I was like, did I do it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Y'all are wild. Send help, please. I am calling the cops. 
You gotta start like pressing the nine one one like guard. I'm Jeff calling because button. <laughs> something. I just whatever. Can we? Is there like a fire lever we can pull or something? Uh, some kind it of. It has to be something. Something. An escape rope, perhaps. Something. <laughs> you gotta get smoke out of here. Bomb. <laughs> you gotta get out of here. Get the fuck. Um. But they're on the bus, like, fuck Shady Side. I'm like, who's driving the bus? I want to know, first of all. Where's the adults? Who's driving the bus? I found a myself shadow? saying that a lot throughout this movie. Like, where are the adults? I mean, they show up every once in a while because, you know, most of the adults are the people doing the shaky-ass shit. Um, but where are the adults? They are invisible. They are ghosts. Okay. Um, they are ghouls. They are... Sarate. Something, because I'm like, they're driving this bus, right? Mm-hmm. They're on the, First of all, they on the bus. I know that athletes and stuff, you'd be cheering and, you know, doing all the stuff on the bus. But they're like, we're going to fucking kill them. I'm like, hey, whoa, whoa. Shouldn't, shouldn't somebody be on the alarm here? Uh-huh. Y'all are threatening. This is bodily harm. And then the kids pull up behind them, the Sunnyvalers. Now, this is the problem I have. Bus driver man. Hey, bus driver man. You can see them lights. You've seen that car swerving in your jet. It's a bus. Guess uh, who would have pulled over? It's a driver shortage. He don't get paid enough to be dealing with the he shit. He is actually asleep and is driving with his kneecaps and his dreams. That's what's happening. Because. It's over. I'm just like, bro, I I would have pulled. As if I were a bus driver, I would have pulled over. Because you're going to hit the back of this bus and you are going to have to pay for it. That's what's going to happen. You know. And this bus is bigger than your car. Your car is going to be totaled friend and the kids are sitting higher up than you so you're gonna crash right to the back of this bus and they're gonna be looking down at you and you're gonna be looking at up up at them and y'all gonna be staring at each other like the fucking diddy gift because you should be behind this bus driving like this all erratic and shit sam is in there with her fucking boyfriend and whoever in the back and this is another problem i had because i know it's young people but y'all are too quick in this movie, to pull up when people are about to do something really fucked up and bad, you're like, all right, well, I don't think this is a good idea as you help them do this fucking terrible yeah. thing. Girl, what? I don't have no sympathy for you. You He, he didn't force your ass in that car. You no. got now, maybe he was taking you home or something, and then he decided, ooh, I'm going to go here or something. Now, you can't really take the wheel out of his hand or whatever because, I mean, then y'all all going to crash. Right. But also... I feel like he might have said, because the way he was treating y'all, like, I'm going to crush y'all. I don't know if we did a spoiler alert. Oh, nose, guys. I'm so sorry. Real quiet, like, you know, the kids who got trouble, like, oh, God, we had a principal. We we finna spoil everything. I'm so sorry. Okay. Well, I feel like at this point, they would they would they would have got five minutes in, but like um I think they you meant bitches. to say <laughs> so sorry what um anyways they started playing chicken on the highway and somebody got ran off the highway and the car just it was just yeah mm, mm, it well, was somebody all threw bad. something in the car that's why but well, they that, uh, fucking cooler yes and then the car crashed in the forest over. Sarah feel great, pretty much. They bleeding all over here. Shit, some people seeing visions. Sam seeing visions and shit. It's crazy in here, you know. But once you bleed on it or whatever like that, it's you go trigger. time. Yeah, you trigger. Even if something just happened, you trigger something else to happen. So, at this point, the killer has not got up and started beating people ass yet. Um, the cops come. They was like, and they don't tell. Everybody's like, "What were you talking about? Who did that? Who did what? Cooler? What are you talking about? I don't know." I did like how they all Stand like together. both. Yeah, both towns. Both uh, kids from both towns, so the Shady Siders and the Sunnyvaleers, um, band together and kept the same story that the, when they were cooperating with the police, basically not telling them anything. 
Um, I did like that moment of unification um, because who was Officer Good was Officer that pulled up, and you know he's got a rectangular kind of face, um, and he's out here and he's a police and fuck twelve. Yeah, and they didn't tell him, so he's like, also he's related to the mayor of Sunnyvale. Mm This is his brother, I think. Yep. Will Good. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he's like, mm, I gotta do whatever, man. He's like, all right, I gotta eject those Cedar out of here because I don't really have any evidence <laughs> of anything. Everybody's saying yep. it's okay. It was an accident. Mm-hmm. So they all fucking disheveled his head on top of something. Y'all, we was good. Nothing bad happened. What you mean? Somebody just got hurt and, you know, we just, you know, we were we're being right. good Samaritans and we were helping out. Yes. And so at this point, he was hugging her and talking about some bitch, I'm gonna kill you. I'm like, what is wrong? Why it's are y'all crazy. threatening death? All the time. I was really saying send help a lot the entire movie and not just because of, you know, people starting getting murdered on a mass level, but <laughs> because like the kids were really violent towards one another and I was like, damn, baby, is it is it that deep? Like that really is what's going on in some of these these towns? Like, is this really like who inspired this? Yeah, now granted, all the good shit happens to the Sunny Bell people and all the bad shit happens to the Shady Side people. So the Sunny Bell people are like, they're wealthy, they're looking down to y'all poor, y'all on drugs, y'all mm. are doing these things, y'all y'all are always ruining things. Yeah. Um, and then the Shady Side was like, y'all are up to some shit and it's, y- y'all are doing this shit. You have, yeah. cu- y'all have cursed us. We are cursed. This is not, no matter what you do, you get fucked up. Now I wonder if anybody just tried putting their shoes on, putting a backpack on and walk and smack out of town. Because let me tell you something. If I had experienced so much, I would have left the house just like, I have to start over in a new town, bro. Just got to, you know, hitch a ride on the back of a caboose of a train and just slide on over to the next couple towns. Yes. And see like what happens. Drifter or or is it like a force field and you can never leave? Or if you leave, some bad shit happens always happens to you, to you regardless. Or and it's makes you, you that's cursed. You steal bad stuff. Damn, happens. that's crazy. And that fucking sucks. Because I'm like, damn, that's really fucked up. Mm. But at this point... You know, Sam is in the hospital. Sam is getting all kind of hurt. And they all at home like, fuck those guys. And then one of those guys to them comes mm-hmm. up with the skull mask on. T- pretty much like mocking because that just happened. Mm-hmm. So they're like, in the ho- one of them comes in the house. Come in somebody's house. They're taking shirts, smelling laundry Violating. And Violating. Real fucking weird. Um, and they're like, we're going to whoop his ass. I know it was him. <laughs> And I'm like, you did not know it was him. Your recall voice is killing me. <laughs> but also what's pissing me off is like, you didn't know it was him. Because yeah, he said he gonna be- beat your ass, but all the Sunny Valers were like, all everyone in the car was like, yeah, girl, everyone. I mean, they all were very much given that same type of energy. So. Yeah, it could have been any any Sunny Valer would have marked y'all. Y'all just got to fighting with them. The whole school. Your school versus my school. Every day You and week. yours versus me and mine. Okay. Out on the football field. We talking teams? Um, and the Sullivan's are gonna be like, "Are we talking teams?" Because bitch, and they're gonna be like, "Now look at us." Shady side is also you. like, "Are we talking teams?" Yes. Yeah, but they seem like the type that be bringing guns to the fight. Like they was like, "Oh, we about to wreck," and I was like, "Hold on now, what, how do we get Sunny, here?" Sunny Sunnyvale's will bring the guns. Yeah. And the shady sides come like, "Oh, we about to throw hands," and they would cheat. And it's they they should have been shown to cheat and do fucked up things anyway. Oh, they be cheating. Yeah, I see the vision. Mm, I hate them scammers, liars, messy bitches that live for drama. Um, they're in the hospital, you know, Dina pull up with all her squad, like, bitch, what the fuck? Why get your fucking whack ass boyfriend? Oh my gosh. Get, get that big shit. Yeah. The way, oh, she pulled up real disrespectful, like in the hospital bedroom. Girl. I was just like, ma'am, how did, I am hurt. Quiet hours started at seven. I am literally Please injured in the bed. Please use your inside voice. 
because of you. I am injured, and you're in here using your outdoor voice inside. We're in a hospital, and I'm injured, ma'am. Because of you. Bring it down. You did this. Now, was Mm. it an accident? Yes. But can you just leave me alone? But no, she can't. Because she loves her so, so much. This is toxic. This is obsession. Um, it's so a sickness. She, so she goes up here, and the boyfriend's like, I didn't do none of that shit. I don't know what the fuck you talk about, bitch. Yeah, right. I don't know. It's stabbed. Boyfriend gets stabbed. So now, at this point, everybody's like, oh, no. Let's get the fuck out of here. Man, the killer is stabbing. He would have killed, like, three people who fucking worked there. It, it was a fucking massacre let me tell you i love the way the entire scene looked when they came out and it just looked like oh this it was a shit show i didn't know that netflix was gonna go there shout out to those guys yeah and they took it there and i really enjoyed it so at this point you know they like getting in the truck they trying to talk to the police police not listening to them because get the killer is who ryan torres the motherfucker who just got fucking shot and you know what to be fair, I definitely would understand why you'd be like, you know, you have to be pulling a prank on me because he just died. Like, I saw him. He was on the TV the other night. He was up on the news. I saw the corpse myself. He literally. But also, that's a reoccurring theme in these stories that Officer Good, and we learned in his mm-hmm. past, he, his, he's done this before, he either is, a part of him is oblivious, mm-hmm. and well, in the beginning, a part of him was oblivious to what's going mm-hmm. on. Um, but like we always said, spoiler alert, cause we're going to talk about all three of these movies. Mm-hmm. You eventually find out that he's not as oblivious to this bullshit as you think he is Mm-mm. as time goes on. In the beginning, yes, he may have not been aware of, you know, okay, that the supernatural shit is right until he was proven wrong. And he was like, okay, so not only do I know this exists, but now I'm eventually going to learn why this shit exists. Mm-hmm. Ooh, girl, the drama. Listen. So, everybody getting died, okay? Yep. And not only is everybody getting died, you know, triggered, because they triggered this thing, it's not just one killer out here. Okay, you've got Ruby Lane. Mm-hmm. You have the Nightwing killer at the camp, like Camp Nightwing. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the Milkman. Um, you have, what is it, the Shame Killer. You have the Pastor. And is it like Billy Barker? Is that another person? The Pastor is like Pastor Cyrus. Yeah, believe, the so. Pastor. Yeah, it's a little boy that might be Billy, the little boy. Um, But the one that are chasing them is Ruby Lane, um, the Camp Nightwing killer, and someone else. I I forgot. It was like three. Is it the Milkman? Oh, it's Ryan Torres, the the one who just happened. Those three are the Milkman. Eventually shows up though. Yeah, because they do something else again. Mm -hmm. Uh, But at this point, these three are on that ass. They're like, "Bitch, I'm in this hoe," but. They're chasing pretty much only Samantha or anybody, Samantha's blood particularly. Mm-hmm. So they're running around trying to avoid everybody and they try to come up with a plan. Now, before we talk about this plan, okay, we're going to take a little break. Commercial break. Hey, hey, freestyle. Okay. No. Freestyle and pause. Available now from Dread, Val. Finn, a wanted criminal, hides out with an escort named Val, a demon. Val offers to make his problems disappear if he follows her rules. She has been expecting him all along, and it won't be easy to escape Val's dungeon. Val is out now everywhere you buy or rent movies and on Blu-ray November 2nd. And we're back. Okay. 
All right. I did not really freestyle. I just want everyone to know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. Um, so they're abating all these killers at the hospital, well, outside of the hospital. They're trying to protect themselves. Dina just stole a gun. Like, this, like, Dina's out of control. Mm-hmm. Although that gun did save um, Simon at a point because Ruby Lane was about to slice him the fuck. Slice and dice him. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, at this point, they end up at the school. They're like, look, we got to make a plan. They're they're chasing our friend. They, they really running right past us for real, for real. Because mm-hmm. um, they thought they just had to fix the bones because they disturbed the grave. No, 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 baby. That's not it. it it's over for you now. Yeah, it's, it's above not, you now. You're definitely... Not it's above you now. <laughs> it is. It is. And they decide, okay, well, we're going to just, you know, trace the blood all the way around and, you know, get it into, like, them into one spot. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then we're going to blow them up. So they're like, cool. So they get the blood. Because at first, they was like, they going to keep chasing us. Look, Sam, you just got to die, baby. Because, yep. and that would have been me. Let me tell you. It's Sam would have been died. Would have been died. Sam would have died. That would have been the next tragedy. That would have been it. We, yep. we would have moved on with our lives. Um, luckily, Sam has better friends. Or, like, listen. Well, at least you're being honest. Listen. Or even my friends. I don't think... I don't think y'all gonna be like, yeah, let's trap these monsters and blow them up, girl. I would, I wouldn't even let y'all did all that. No, I would have been like, y'all, I'm gonna go outside, piece up a town down, meet you at the crossroads. I think we would eventually would have maybe tried to figure out like if we if it was feasible, we could possibly like something that was easily feasible to solve the problem because this was some next level shit. I would have just took that L to be quite honest. Me too. Um, That's why I'm like, yeah, y'all not even about to fight no sleep. I don't have time. This is out of my realm, baby. Like, this is not what I normally subscribe to, but it's okay for me to watch it, though. It's a good time. I'm very above, much entertained. It's above my pay grade. It surely is. And you know what? But they're subscribing to this shit full time, and they are really actively trying to solve the situation with Sarah Fear because they are tired of being haunted by this bitch every day. She's got her foot on the fucking town's neck every goddamn century, and she, they're over it. So, you know, the t- what's the, who's the killer? At this, well, the three killers? Yeah. We got, got Ruby, Ryan, Lane. Ruby Lane, Ryan Torres, and then you got the not Camp Nightwing killer. I also well, we these people head. are pulling up. They're beating everybody's ass. We eventually come across the scene in the grocery store with the most gnarly fucking kill of wow. baby girl Kate going through the fucking bread chopping. It. I was satisfied when they chopped her fucking head up like linguine machine. Yo, I was just like, wow, there's like fucking brain matter everywhere. That's Disgusting. crazy. Uh, kudos. Yeah, that was a good time. Kudos. Um, and th- at this point, when they're there, their plan is like, oh, we gonna, we gonna kill her and bring her back to life. Like the Final Destination shit. But that, Final Destination 2 shit. But also, that hadn't happened yet. Because it's the 90s. Yeah. But. And they get this idea. Is it after they, they find out like about C. Berman? Um, Did that no, part come yet? No, that's afterwards. But they're like, oh, if we kill her, then she'll come back, and then we won't have to worry about it. That was the first idea, but once that happened, it was like, no, there's somebody who survived. We got... And I don't know if they asked her or not. I'm not sure. All I know is... They eventually find out that she yeah. died and came back, too. Ah, you're right. Yeah. And so they have said, like, oh, if we drown um, the girl Sam, because of course Sam, it might be that, too. Because Sam, um, you know, they have a whole research period. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta go ahead and take a research exposition break. You know, it was real interesting to fill the space in. Um, and it wasn't bad. Like, like I said, I was very much entertained by it, but, um, you know, they try cause Sam is of course becoming slowly possessed by all the bullshit and they just want the demons to stop. 
Um, but she's like, you know, I'm just so tired. So they drown her and she dies and the killers don't stop coming. Um, and not only that, Sam is now possessed. Um, and <laughs> they keep calling C. Berman. Eventually they, she answers the phone or they answer the phone. Okay. So um, this is what happened. She, she calls him back and leaves a message like, don't do nothing. Don't chase them. These motherfuckers, which is another choice. They pull up at her house, knocking on the door, trying to get in, using the motherfucking flashlights, flashing the flashlights all in her motherfucking house and mm-hmm. shit. Then they climb through her window. I was like, now listen, y'all are doing a lot. Also for the girl to go back to life, they decided it was going to do the drug overdose thing and I just thought that was a bad idea. You yeah. I uh, With fucking, what was it, EpiPens? Yeah. They were, I was like, I didn't know that 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 doesn't work like that? Like, I don't I just, really know, but also, what if it doesn't work? That was a waste of EpiPens. Um, but, you know, I so guess... Some, mm, never mind. Um, lift every voice and sing. They crawled through the window. They got her in here, and she's definitely possessed and turned up. Love um, that. Don't like the boundaries of... I don't want to help you. You can't stop it. I love her! And I'm like, girl... She needs help. She's cursed, baby. She is You gotta cursed. let her go, honey. It's nothing you can really do about this at this point. Mm. Um, but we get the story pretty much of C. Berman going all the way back going, yeah, here's the story of Blobby who This is how the shit really went down. I yeah. said, oh, okay. I bet you're wondering how I got here. Uh-oh, <laughs> freeze frame. Now, we do find out in the first movie there's about seven victims total in the mall massacre. Of course, they tried to flip it and reverse it. Mayor uh, Officer Good tried to flip it and reverse it. It made it seem like, you know, of course... Mr. Torres then went crazy, came back the other kids mm-hmm. then went crazy. They, they, they were, you know, mm-hmm. they were selling drugs, so they started dabbling in the drugs. You know, you had to flip the story. Basically what, you know, Dina didn't want for her friends. That's essentially how her friends were portrayed on the news because you up. know they have to find a way to spin this story to make shit make sense. And of course, we slide her into Fear Street Part 2 um, because after, you know, Miss Berman is up here telling her business and trying to tell the kids what's really going on in the tea about everything, now that these kids have barged their way into her home. Yes. Um, they definitely did not call to make an appointment, so I... They came could, in through the fucking window. They, I am still mad. You know, that's a, a line from one of my favorite Beatles songs, but also at the same time, I'm just like, girl, <laughs> she was way nicer about this. Um, but we slide right into Fear Street Part 2. Um, and that one takes place in 1978, but not immediately. So you have a flip-flop of back and forth between, they're in 1994, and C. Berman is telling, you know, the story of what happened. What's, what's his name? Um, with, um, with the, with the hatchet. Oh, his Tommy Slater. Yep. And how Tommy Slater and that whole situation at Camp Nightwing, and she was one of the people at Camp Nightwing, and basically like, girl, I had to die, and that came back to life. And we kind of get a little background story as to, you know, this is a much bigger thing that really spans past what our characters thought was the problem, and they're getting a little bit more detail in that, and I did like that. I like that we are time jumping, and it made sense to me. I know someone's like, oh, no, they did this thing. You know, I get it. We're not all going to be happy. I like a time jump. But, you know, but it it didn't shit the bed to me. Because sometimes time jumps are really fucking confusing. And this was like, well, let me tell you about a time this happened. But this is also very relevant to what you guys are trying to figure out right now. You basically reveal at the end of the, you know, after C. Berman tells what happened in the back back with Hurt's experience, we essentially find out that they us present day, Dina and them have discovered the body. 
and see Berman and, and her sister and then hand. discovered the hand. So they found the other part of the puzzle that gets to the bigger story dealing with Sarah Fear, which is super exciting. I definitely like how this was presented. Yeah. So it's like each person has like a bit of information they put it together. Yeah. Instead of them looking at microfiche in the library. Yeah. So that's really nice. Um, I really want to hear what people like in detail didn't like about this. Like it was it how it was presented. Because once you get over the fact that the audience is essentially like teen and young adults, right? Like yeah. once we move past this, what else did you not like? Because I was entertained. Like yeah. if we didn't like the music and it was on the nose, all right, I give you that too. I but like the music. it was, you know, what else did you not like? I don't know. Yeah, I it mean, was like a good I time said, to me. it was a it was definitely a fun time. I just the characters, like I said, the characters after the characters and it being the made for the young people mainly because of the characters. That was it. Otherwise, yeah. the kills are fun. I'm having a decent time. I also feel like bullies from the 70s. What is wrong with y'all? Oh like, my god! Y'all are doing the most. Now, before we even get to the bullies, I want to f- zoom in on how Z Berman is eating a microwave macaroni and cheese dinner and Jim Bean for dinner. Every Bitch. time an alarm goes off, girl, the PTSD this woman is going through is real. Like, I... Mm, Keep it's her lifted. Just, truly, because she has a lot a lot going on like a lot of distrust a lot of trauma a whole lot of trauma so much like trauma. holy shit um and basically we're thrusted into this camp situation and we're following the story of ziggy and ziggy's at this camp and of course you know some she of the camp is, yeah girl and half is like sunny siders the other mm-hmm. half is shady siders and sunny vale or excuse me sunny vale whatever sunny vale shady side you know them things them people and um You know, she may or may not be as mischievous as people may perceive her to be, but this one group of people, they were, like, fucking, like, bullies to the extreme, tied her up, basically accused her for stealing money, and tried to burn her. And one of the um, camp counselors, the camp counselors eventually found her. They were getting ready to kick her out, but also... um, a young officer good what's his name in here nick good was like hey you know if we kick her out right now like somebody's gonna be asking questions about where these burn marks come from because these girls is like you know being real disgusting like like torturing her and i'm like girl this is not safe um send help um and so we're dealing with that and then nick good's like oh he's kind of into her and i'm like question mark question mark what's going on here and then, um, you know, you're seeing how the different counselors, the camp counselors, it's very much like a Friday the 13th film or any kind yeah. of horror film where, you know, the kids go to camp and you know some old bullshit about to pop off. And some old bullshit does pop off. Like, we find um, Ruby Lane's mom, Nurse Lane, she's the nurse at the camp. Yes. Um, and she's kind of cool with Ziggy. She's trying to tend to Ziggy's wounds. And, you know, but she doesn't really seem like her normal self. She seems kind of out of it. She's got, like, the witch's kind of manuscript on the table. She's trying to get the tea. Um, But also, like, she's really going through it because she is the mom of Ruby Lane. And Ruby Lane's backstory is basically she killed all her friends at a party while Hamina saw him before she killed herself. And all of a sudden they tried to make it seem like, oh, there was something going on her. Like, she just snapped. Um, And her mom was like, well, that wasn't her personality at all. So, of course, she's also curious and trying to find more information to not only like prove her daughter's innocence. I mean, of course, but that means people have to believe the then perceived urban legend of Sarah fear. So like, you know, like it's this thing the town talks about, but you're really like, are you about to blame like for real, for real, the town's misfortune on there? Like it's one thing to know it, but also people have to accept that there's more out there than just what's on paper as black and white. If that makes sense. Um, 
Which, of course, they're not doing. So, you know they're talking cash shit about Nurse Lane because, you know, her daughter is essentially now a mass murderer and in this small town. And she's dealing with that. And she's banded Ziggy up. And it's not going well for her. And later after that, we're introduced to Ziggy's sister. What's her name? Christina? Her name is... no. no, no, no. Christina is is Ziggy. Cindy. Yeah, Cindy. And um, Cindy is like trying to be like, you know, really just like a perfect kind of person. Perfect with air quotes. She's really trying to keep her nose clean. She has like her boyfriend, Tommy Slater, and he's just like a simple guy who just likes to hang out and do football stuff and just be cool and with a swoosh bang and all kinds of other fun shit. And they're trying to keep it cute while she's like scrubbing this red moss off the thing and you know, she eventually finds out that Ziggy was getting into some other stuff, but she and she, um, Tommy and the nurse end up in a, their own, like by themselves. And after like, you know, the nurse tries to kill Tommy and she's like one way or the other, you're going to die tonight. I wrote that shit down. She's like, I saw your name on the, she's like, I saw your name one way or the other. You're going to die tonight. Nurse Lane and Tommy Slater. And then, um, you know, later they tried to blame it, like, say that the nurse was on drugs, and the girl no. was like, drugs are peaceful, not violent. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, all right, girl. But um, I really felt for her because once I rewatched this, I kind of peeped, like, I didn't catch it the first time, but she saw her name, his name on the wall. So nurse like, Lane either saw, like, through a vision, his name on the wall, or she was down in the fucking catacombs no, herself I and saw like his name. She was down there because she—that's how she got that diary and them books and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she was digging in the jank, probably like marking it like a map. And she went. To, I feel like she not only did she see her name, she saw the her daughter name, everybody's yeah. name, and was like, "It was a witch! It was a witch!" Girl, it's not even like it was twenty twenty something, and you could just like take a picture, and be like, "Look at y'all, bitch! I was down here on Instagram Live. This is me." I'm down here. I'm not making this up. This is the 70s, and she probably ain't had no fucking camera, and then you got to go get the film developed, and by the time the film get developed, the everybody already did. It. It's gone. You Somebody know. take it away. This is some more bullshit. Like, well, nobody's uh, gonna believe. They're going to be like, it's just rocks. What you know, you, you already about? ostracized at the store anyways because your child and murdered everybody. It just, you know, you're really going through it, nurse. Well, they, yeah, so everybody's like, she's just fucking like a daughter, and I'm like, that's fucking rude. Um, gross. But now smelly no behavior. Nurse. Yeah, now there's no nurse. But also, Tommy Slater is going He's looking bad, girl. He's He's looking mighty down, mighty low. And all of a sudden, like, they're getting ready for the color wars, which I already don't like. And they're, like, Sunnyvalers are not only cheaters. They're really gross. But they are, like, shut up. Don't get to talk. I'm like, what is wrong with y'all? This is really, like, filthy mouths. Like, it wasn't even fun. It was a lot of poor sportsmanship. They were very gross behavior unwanted behaviors it was just really i'm like bruh this game does not seem fun i hope tommy come for you, you next see, like, bullies come on tommy so yeah so tommy um and tommy's looking kind of shaky and cindy and then they pull up on her homegirl what's her old homegirl name alice who keeps calling her a snitch now let me tell you something now granted i don't snitch on my friends or nothing but she mentioned that it happened when they were 12 Girl, i she feel like she has to be like 16 17 at this point and well, the way we're introducing, girl, she fucking on the table. I said, girl, what is going on in here? Fucking in here. I know that cabin stinks. <sighs> they are out camping. I know, and summer. I was like, this is just all right. Well, you've just basically played it up. You got the one friend who's trying to be perceived as the good friend, and the other one's like the wild, like, woo, she probably is a fire sign, doing all kinds of fun shit. 
and um, you know, taking all kinds of advanced drugs with her and her boyfriend and have the time of their lives. Yeah. And they all go down and they decide, fuck it, we're about to get on this thing and we're gonna continue what Nurse Lane was doing and we're gonna research this Sarah Fear shit because we love a spooky good time. And boy, oh boy, they sure do get what the fuck they asked for because not only do they stumble upon some really important information, which further alongs our story, mm-hmm. that there are catacombs and old like tunnels and shit that exist underneath the t- um the campsite because the campsite really was built on what used to be the original satellite union union, Mm -hmm. exactly and was both towns together and that is what nurse lane was kind of discovering so she was trying to cross-reference the new map with the old map because she's trying to put this seraphir shit together so she could really just you know clear the name of her daughter Mm -hmm. love this story but once you're down there you're not only running across some old bullshit my man is not looking good tommy morphs into he's now an axe killer and we're getting some like Friday the 13th vibes eventually because he gets a sack on his head. He's out here chopping kids up. They do show some kids dying, not necessarily more so the, the camp counselors dying, getting chopped up in the side of the mm-hmm. face. You see like kids, body parts like flying and gushes and they did not let up on the blood or the gore on this movie. And I really like that a lot. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Um, this was a camp slasher. It turned up really quickly. The poor kids at the camp, a lot of them did get away. They mm-hmm. managed to uh, concoct a plan with Nick Good, and he was like, you know, let's get the kids on the bus. Somebody ring the bell, and that means we all get on the bus, and they leave and all kinds of stuff. Of course, a couple people were left behind, but holy fucking shit, it turned up. I enjoyed it. It did. Now... Once it turned up, you learn about back story about Alice and them. Mm-hmm. You know they become friends again, but also you know she also bleeds on the Hennessy shit. But you know she don't make it, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, what we really get to is both sisters. They find each other, and they are trying to get away. But of course, I believe that uh, Ziggy bled on the hand when she grabbed it. In yeah. The gym. So they're definitely trying to kill her. Yeah. But, and then because this happened and they triggered it, that's where we get a bunch of killers. I feel like more than one are coming around because. Oh yeah. What happens is they both get killed at the same time. Both the sisters get killed. But then Nick Good brings um, Ziggy, Ziggy back. back to yeah. Life. Cindy was trying to protect her sister. Aww. Really sad. Um, really sad because she was like, you know, Ziggy was. Cindy was trying to be everything the opposite of what was going on her family trying to create a new name and life for herself you know she was trying to be a new bitch today and ziggy was very much like girl you could you you could dress it up make a real poem all you want to but at the same time i could still look and see you for who you really are and i'm about to drag you down but also the shit out her sister was like that's a whole yeah but she still cared about her sister and she was like you know regardless i'm still gonna hold you down and we've been through so much and of course you don't want your sister to die but uh, she tried to save her and then they both got chopped up and it didn't really work and like Jazz said Nick brought Ziggy back to life Cindy didn't make it and now Ziggy's standing here in front of the kids in 1994 present day for us Mm -hmm. the viewer um, and telling them everything that's going on Stan is still very much locked up in the bathroom they're like girl bitch you're Ziggy like they can't believe it and And she's um, seen Right, and they're just like, no, you know, Nick Good, Officer Good, essentially, you figure out, is not very ironic. He's not good. He's evil as a bitch. He's, yeah, they, it's it's some devil worship going on here. And, of course, you know, we're about to slide into Fear Street, Part 3. 
So the last chapter of this trilogy um, takes place in 1666. And this movie is also long as a bitch. It's an hour and 54 fucking minutes. Um, it kind of feels that way at times. Not even going to hold you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Is this the longest out of the three? I don't know. I know the, the second one is like an hour and 50 minutes. Yes. Okay. This is the longest out of the three. Well, um, they had to go back to olden times. Okay, I understand. With the pilgrims and shit. And you know what? I appreciate this. We were able to get an origin story. Um, all of the characters from movie one and movie two are now back playing fucking people, 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 people. Uh, people who people in 1666 so in the 1600s they're in colonies they're mm-hmm. dressed up like you know people who would be dressed back in those times they're just wearing you know maybe like a white tee and mm-hmm. like maybe like you know a little vest over top of it some shit i don't really know they yuffing it up mm-hmm. um we're able to see dina she's now morphed into the body of seraphir so she's getting like a first-hand perspective of what happened to seraphir that led up to um her reasoning for getting hanged or mm-hmm. hanged or hung hanged I think that's the word um, and what caused the whole shaboop shaboop for real with the two towns or more so uh, shady side because Sunnyvale is out here living the best life and um, we find out some old shenanigans was happening back there first of all the townspeople more so um, what's my man's name that was because uh, we really find out he was a good in the end Solomon Good, yeah. we basically find out that Solomon Good was out here shaking and baking and stuff, and he saw Sarah Fear, because she was out here, you know, slipped off at one night at their little party situation. Everybody was high off the berries. She slipped off to the side with the girl Hannah, mm-hmm. and they started, you know, finger popping and getting sexy, oh, and you know... pussy licking, bitch. Listen, it was a lot of coochie eating out there, and they were in the forest having a good old time, but, you know, somebody was watching. It was Thomas. And it Mad was just, Thomas. Is Thomas? Yeah, Thomas. Well, who told him, Solomon? What? This is what happened. Thomas was running his motherfucking mouth. First of he all, he was let's mad. Start there. Okay, so Thomas is like, this happened and this happened. So Thomas is running his mouth. Meanwhile, you know, Thomas is also trying to holler at people, and they're like, Ugh, we don't want to talk to yeah, you. Yeah, he, he, he was deep. Like, he girl. was looking real sweaty, y'all. He, and I aggressive. know they don't really wash themselves back then, but he was just really the grime was still on the eyebrows. Yeah, I was. It was not, crazy. It was. I wasn't a fan. So it's very then, shaky. Yes. So after that point, you know, they got, you know, they got their goods. They got the stuff going on. And mm-hmm. they realize shit is going left after that night they get caught. So while Thomas, Matt Thomas has all this information about mm-hmm. who eating, who pissy. Okay. We go moving over with Solomon Good. The motherfucking made a deal with the devil and sacrificed Pastor Cyrus. To start wilding. So all this devil oh shit starts gosh, happening. Oh my gosh, that scene was so wild. Bruh. So first, like the pigs is dying and shit. They give, you know, it's still warm pigs and all that, which is fucked up because they mm-hmm. was having, the pigs was cool. Just, it was all good just a week ago. And then, you know, the, the fruit is fucking rotting. The you water gotta, is poison. You know, you gotta make things shaky. Yeah. Because this is during the time, you guys, where they're like, recusing people of being a witch. So when the shit starts going shaky, now everyone's like, <gasps> That guy's a witch. This person's a witch. It's oh easy. my gosh, causing chaos and disruption and confusion. Um, exactly what Solomon Good wanted. Yes. Um, so the pastor gouges out everybody eyeballs. Wow. And pretty yeah, well the children in the church gouged out mm-hmm. their eyeballs. 
And now it's like, no, there's some witch witchcraft ahead. Yeah. And Thomas is helping point the hand at Hannah and Sarah. And meanwhile, they're getting caught up, you know. All they're doing is sexing. What's going on? They are not doing no witchcraft shit. You know, everybody's turning on them. How dare you bring this filth in my house? Mm. Like, cranking up on them. Like, so everybody's pointing at them and trying. They, they want blood at this point. Yeah. So as they're trying to get blood, um, I think Sarah's running away and goes through the tunnels and discovers the tunnels. Mm-hmm. Then she hears, like, Solomon saying, blah, blah, who blah, this happened, this happened. And Here they get go. into a motherfucking altercation, okay? They are It was up. one of those, like, no, not you. Because this whole time, Sarah and Solomon, like, you know, the towns, people thought they tried to, you know, be funny, like, oh... Like, maybe they might get married off to each mm. other, whatever, whatever. But they seem pretty cool. But then when she get down there and find out that not only is he out here making a pact with the devil, he's also putting a curse on her name and all these other people around her. He is the reason for all this wild-ass shit and why these people are coming to beat her ass, and he is not protecting her because he's trying to G it up with the devil. I'm tired. Listen, and he was like, you could do this with me. It could be us. And she's like, bitch, no. Uh-uh, this is I'm smelly. not getting down like that. And he was like, fuck it then and cut start trying to stab her ass up that's mm. how she lose her hand she didn't cut her own hand off nope it was in that fucking fight he tore that bitch off too oh it was it was wild it was wild and crazy kids uh, yeah so, <laughs> not wild and crazy kids i used to love that fucking show <laughs> me too um i always wanted to be on it um also, so i could have did it the after they put two and two together we know it's them they they about to hang them both both of them about to get punished mm. fuck both of y'all and then sarah's like no Take me. Take me. It was, I bewitched her. I did it. I turned her out. Is that it? And I'm just like, Lord, she's really trying to take one for the team. Um, And this is giving very much R-rated soap opera. And I'm living. I am alive. Wow. Yeah. And she was like, and then she cursed Solomon. And and you know, when you dying and you curse somebody, I told you that is real important. Like, you have made a curse with that. I have cursed you. I'm coming back fuck for you. you. Fuck your family. Your ancestors, and, your mm. grandchildren. This is on some, um, what's that bitch name from Dead Silence? Mary Shaw. Mm-hmm. She, I'm dead, but I'm cursing your whole bloodline, bitch. Can't wait. Listen, the whole bloodline. I will see you again. I said, oh, okay. She was like, can't wait. They will know the truth, bitch. And, you know, eventually they find out, but not without this elaborate-ass fucking plan they got to do. Yep. Because at this point, now Ziggy, Ziggy is literally the Mr. Crab filter mixed in with oh, the dude who's man. like, oh, no. That yep. guy. Like, it's the realization um, that, wow, the little boy I liked and kissed in the mouth, it's his fault my sister is dead. His family's yep. fault. It's his, and yep. it's his fault that he did everything else. He's been the one fucking And he our had a up. choice. To believe what she was saying and to support her, like he tried to elude that he was doing, mm-hmm. or he could have went in the steps of his family and he chose his family and that demonology said, oh, gross. Fuck the good family. Listen, fuck them. So now she's just like, oh, wow, we got to kill that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. We got to connect the hand to the body. Yep. And when they do that, of course, more blood. <laughs> All one. these shady side killers pull. You see the milkman, motherfucker with the plague wow. mask. All this. I feel like Cyrus the Pastor come back. All these motherfuckers come back. And at this point, they're like, yep, we're going to get all the killers back. Right? I would have pooped in myself. Let me tell you. Pooped them. 
they are like, all right, we're going to get your blood. And this is how I realized they got so much blood. Because I was like, how did they get all this fucking blood? They're putting some of her blood in a mixture of water. Yeah. And then taking that blood water and spraying it on shit. Because that's the scent that the uh, killers are following. Yeah. So they're like, we can spray them in a path. Have them meet in the middle where the Sam's tree blood, at. right? Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't know if it was Sam or... I feel like it was Dina because Dina done blew oh, on the new recently, now. Yeah. So they come in to get her. So, you know, we didn't switch views so many times, listen, everybody. She... Yeah, a lot, a lot happens in, in 1636. Mm. Um, she squirted the motherfucking blood, they squirted it around, and then they go get them in the room, trap them, right? And they're back in the mall. Yes. They're going to get them into the stores. You know how the stores got the gates. Mm-hmm. They're going to pull the gates down. Then they were going to pretty much spray Nick Good in there, and then they were going to let all the killers out and beat his ass. And it goes left and right. Um, yep. But... Because they definitely start chasing the motherfucker. But then he grabs Ziggy and shit. It's a fight. We got to struggle. But, you know, eventually, Seraphia don't play with his ass. Nope. Because guess what? He gets got. Fuck him. Fuck everybody he yes, loves. Fuck yes, his whole bloodline. Yes, line. I love this. Um, it's definitely a long struggle, though. Like, mm-hmm. it's a... Um, and then he's spreading blood to other people. And, uh, the killers are wild. But they're all loose. And now, Shady Side Curse is kind of lifted. And you see it immediately. When they lift that, that curse, that just, boom, some bullshit pops off in fucking Sunnyvale. E fucking immediately. I'm like, well, turn up time. And I love that for them. I love that Shady Side can get that pressure up off their neck. Maybe these people can make it out and try to have a better life. You know, some old bullshit maybe spread off to everybody else. You know, maybe Sarah Fear can really get that vengeance that she want to. Or maybe they got at least like six to a decade of very good luck because I something, just feel as though, and then it goes to normal. Or something. No, they need they need a few decades because they get been getting their ass beat since sixteen sixty six. Something. Get them a century, bro. Give them a full century of at good least luck for free for the minimum. For free. For free. Well, I mean, okay, so overall, like I said, I felt like I had a good time watching these three movies. Yeah. I know that it was a little bit lengthy at points, at some points for me. Um, but overall, I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the rollout that Netflix had going on. I really enjoyed that, you know, that it came out like every other Friday or every Friday type yeah. situation. I thought that was really fucking fun. Yeah. It was like every Friday or Saturday. They made us wait a week in between. Well, you know, every weekends. week everybody was talking about that shit. Yeah. Like, hello, mm-hmm. we are here. Bring back the miniseries, bitch. Let's let's get the because listen, it gives me it vibes. Like I feel like Nick and Jake came out every yeah. week. Yeah. Like no, let's let's bring bring it back. Yeah, and I think even if you didn't really enjoy the story, I definitely agree with you. Just the premise of having like maybe like a three part story that yeah. rolls out something like you know that really will hold the attention, get the girls going, get them geeked up. I definitely would like to see more of this. Um, I thought that was really fun. I felt like the, uh, you know, the the hoopla around it was a bit immersive. Um, now, if it may not be, you know, your cup of tea, uh, but it wasn't like it didn't shit the bed in terms of how mm-hmm. it was presented in my mind. Um, but, you know, hey, girl, haters going to hate. You don't necessarily have to be a hater, but also everything is not for everyone. So yeah. I definitely understand that as well. I understand why people would champion champion it. Yep. Um, so I'm like, oh, okay. And I understand why people were like, oh, God. But I didn't hate it, and I don't feel like it didn't warrant hate. I feel like yeah. it was just like, oh, oh, this is not my kind of movie. I mean, also, well, it was a pinch long. Like I said, but also, they had a lot. There was a lot of story going on. So I kind of get it. Well, you know, okay, so for ratings-wise, like, IMDb kept it pretty consistent across the board. Like, you got a 6.2, 6.7, and 6.6. And then Rotten Tomato also kept it pretty consistent for its thoughts and views. It was like an 83% for movie one, 
um, 88% for movie two, and then 89% for movie three. Um, I definitely gave this movie about, you know, about seven and a half, eight. That's why I'm out um, in the seven. I'm in the seven. So I'm leaning more towards like the Rotten Tomato thoughts versus the IMDb thoughts. I just really think that, you know, I didn't read the comments. I try to veer away from the comments, but I feel like they align with one of the things that we mentioned. Like maybe they, you know, forgot that they may or may not be the audience. It was entertaining. Um, that's why I'm giving it a seven, even though it wasn't quite for me to watch yeah. again. I for who it's for, I know they had a good time. I hope so. I know they had a great time. If you're a member of the UDM, hey girl, shout out to you. Let us know your thoughts because we really want to fucking know what's going on. Don't curse like I did, but we really want to know what's going on. You're probably cursing. We really want to know what's going on. We want to know your thoughts. And yeah. if you're older than that, we also like to know your thoughts because we have thoughts. We didn't necessarily dislike this film. I would like to see another type of Fear Street kind of um, insert, not necessarily like the Sarah Fear, but maybe some other kind of like spooky tale. And they have a lot of books apparently. So right. I'm like, I, I could see that being a thing, especially as a, maybe it doesn't have to be a miniseries. It could just be a flat out movie, a flat out feature. Or yeah. Or even a short or a series of mm-hmm. takes on the different books and they're not really connected or maybe they happen in the same universe. I don't really know. But I that wouldn't be a bad idea especially mm-hmm. for the young adults the teens they're gonna eat it up yeah and just like they love sabrina i wasn't a fan um i still need to finish the last season just for the sake of seeing a completed story yeah um you know i wasn't also they had a, a death match that i we, we have it playing on the background we had 1666 playing on the background i forgot like i didn't write it down as a note mm-hmm. that there is a killer death match in there oh um, yeah yeah. Which is really uh, wild. Hey, man, I miss Celebrity Deathmatch, and that's all I'm going to say on that. But, you know, if you if your thoughts aligned with any of our thoughts, or maybe they differed, or maybe you really don't want to see anything else from this universe, or maybe you were as interested as we are in seeing something else from this universe, we want to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Maybe in, like, a professional email or whatever. Because you could totally email us at grltspod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or if that doesn't work for you, you can also hit us up. Or if you just want to just, like, shoot the shit or just, you know, whatever, whatever. You can pull up on our Instagram and Twitter at Girl That's Scary. Um, and we interact with people and stuff there. And also we have, like, a Patreon that has exclusive and bonus ep- information and episodes and all kinds of other stuff. And that's at patreon.com forward slash girl that's scary. Yeah. And, you know, rate us five stars to five star if chick. you a five, five star, star chick. chick. Okay. Star chick, five star chick. Y'all can't see my hands went into boxes. I and I have I posted a picture of Trina with the hands up, right? And I realized she had that military style jacket. Remember when motherfuckers was looking like train conductors back in the uh, yes, 2000s? It is me. Train conductors. A lost member of the motherfucking uh My Chemical Romance, as per usual. I look like a ship with the captain. black parade jackets. Thank ship you. captain. Marching band. Out here. But you know what? Oh, they people were wearing marching band outfits. I can't hats. even sing the Pilot best part. Hats. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, I miss okay. it. I well, mm, mm, mm. I'm that guest right there. I'm we that also band. can't sing the best part of the song because that person is no longer with us. Yeah. Mm. No, that's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yes, y'all. We truly appreciate all you guys for listening. Um, if you like what you hear, rate us. You know, let us know your thoughts. We love feedback. So just you know, pull up. And until next time, y'all. Bye.
Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.